And we're back. Welcome back to the Auto Authorities Podcast. I am Jay. This is Gerald. And we're coming to you live for part two of credit, credit scores. We're talking about what's affecting your credit. We're talking about how to improve your credit score. And we have some very, very special uh, surprises for you. Are you ready to do this, Gerald? Sure. Let's go. Have you ever felt like you were taken for a ride while buying, selling, or repairing your car? Well, not anymore. I'm Jay, and this is the podcast to tell you what to watch out for, whether you are buying, selling, or repairing your car. With over 26 years of automotive experience, we are the Auto Authorities. This podcast is sponsored by iAutoAgent.com. We're real estate agents for cars. Welcome back to the Auto Authorities Podcast. I am Jay. This is Gerald coming to you live. We're talking about credit, 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 credit. And even if you're not going to be buying a car, this is going to help you. Let your kids watch this because it's going to be very helpful. And we have some surprises, some very good surprises that you will find very valuable. But before we start out, let's thank our sponsors, iAutoAgent.com and iAutoAgent. They are real estate agents for cars in their individual division. So they have two separate divisions. And as a real estate agent for cars, they literally help you sell your vehicle at no cost to you. They market, they list, and they show your vehicle. You don't have to take it to the dealership and you don't have to do it yourself. And then the second thing they do is they find that perfect vehicle for you nationwide. Having trouble finding a vehicle, trying to find the best deal, let the professionals handle it. They will find the vehicle, they will work with the dealer and do all the communications. They will tee it up. So you're literally going in and picking up your vehicle when you approve the deal. And then, of course, the commercial division where they act as strategic partners for business owners with fleets of vehicles. They help them buy those really hard to find fleet vehicles nationwide. They also help sell those vehicles and get maximum profit for those business owners. But most importantly, they allow the business owners to run their business by handling all those tedious maintenance tasks and DMV registration and removals. And Gerald, tell us a little bit about Dealership Rescue. Yeah, well, uh, we have Dealership Rescue to help consult with dealerships. You can visit dealershiprescue.net. Also, we have the podcast and TV show, Wrestling with Sales, where we're talking with actually some of the Hottest professional wrestlers going in the country right now. We are currently doing a lot of talking about the NWA. Billy Corgan, if you remember the Smashing Pumpkins lead singer, he now is the owner of the National Wrestling Alliance. They're coming back to my hometown, Cleveland, Ohio, for their big pay-per-view on Fight TV, Samwin. And I was able to talk with the lady who's going to be challenging for the NWA World's Championship, Ruthie J, the five-star athlete. She's going up against Kenzie Page. You can see my interview with Ruthie J right now. It is on this week on YouTube and on the Fired Up Sports Network. If you just go ahead and search through some of your different streaming apps. It's on the Carbon app. It's on Glory Star. It's on Roku. You can see the Fired Up Sports Network and catch a lot of the past episodes of Wrestling with Sales, too. But uh, a lot of fun, good motivational story with her and also Colby Carino, 
who's your NWA junior heavyweight champion of the world. His dad was actually an NWA champion himself, so kind of a neat story. That's available on TV, and you can also see this show on the Shop Plus TV network on those same apps, the Roku, the Glory Star, Carbon. They're, they're all out there. There's thousands of channels that you have access to, and a lot of interesting program on this. So exciting. Yeah, we're on uh, Shop TV Plus, and uh, it's it's really great. We're, we're worldwide. And if you want to watch us live, you can actually go to the Facebook group page, click the Join Group button, the Auto Authorities, Tuesday at 12 p.m. Central Time. And you can also go to LinkedIn and watch us live. But most importantly, what we want you to do right now is subscribe. Subscribe to the Auto Authorities YouTube page. YouTube is insane. Like we have so many views. We're like it's it's insane to watch. We've been doing this going on what three years now, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. But subscribe and click uh, the notification button so you can be notified of all the Auto Authorities podcasts, as well as if you just want to listen to us. We're on 19 different channels. You can go to the AutoAuthorities.com. And you can literally send us a wonderful message about how much you love the show. But you can also watch us on 19 different channels right there. Pandora, iTunes, Google Podcasts, you name it. But let's get into this. This is going to be part two. And we're really getting into this credit thing because this is a big, big topic right now. And as these banks struggle, 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 it's going to affect you because when they struggle... They're going to make you struggle. And if you don't take certain, I don't know, what would you say? Caution uh, steps. Yeah. Now, just to, just to be fair, though, there's a difference between saying you're struggling when you're making record profits and struggling when you're just trying to pay the bills. I, I'd be okay struggling like the banks are struggling right now. Yes, and we talked about that in the last episode. Is it's um, it's what you see is not really what's going on, but it it's still they're they are playing like that they're being affected, and the, they're tightening lending guidelines and they're doing all kinds of things. But mm -hmm. and we've been talking about like what is what is affecting your credit, like what what can you do and. The first, the, the last couple things we had talked about all these different things that were affecting your credit and the percentages. So the two, the two least things that affect your credit, but still do is your credit mix. And Gerald talked about that. Uh, he talked about that in the last episode, just to reiterate, Gerald, let's just hit that real quick one more time as far as what those five things are. Sure. There, there's lots of people that go to buy a car because they see, okay, hey, I got a 680 credit score. Well, if that 680 credit score is one $500 credit card, in today's market, you're probably getting a hard decline. Or the bank's going to give you a new-to-credit tier. They're going to require 20% down, and they're going to hit you at like a 19% rate. What they really want to see is five lines of credit. Ideally, one of those being a house, one of those being a car, and three credit cards. Rent, unfortunately, doesn't count. There is a credit model that counts rent. The only problem is no bank uses it. 
And it makes it hard, right? The deck's kind of stacked against the people who really need the most credit because the banks have it set up that they don't want to issue credit to those people. So yeah. it's really, it's a paradox. It's catch 22. And new credit also uh, affects it too. So sure. it's, uh, it's important to just know what's on your credit score or a credit report and know your credit score. But we're going to talk about like when you find out that there are negative things on your credit, what do you do? And I'm going to say what most people do is they go right on Google and they like, what do I do? And then you see these credit rebuilding scams, right? Like consolidate your credit cards and we can do this and we can do that. What do you think about those places, Gerald? There are some that are legitimate. I mean, mm -hmm. there are consumer credit counseling services. The only problem is when you go to a consumer credit counseling service, it's marked on your bureau. It's it's yep. not bankruptcy, but it's it's close. Mm -hmm. um, in today's market, you're you're basically gonna lot just cut yourself out from getting any kind of loans for about three years. And the reality is, you don't need them because all they're doing is what you would do anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and absolutely. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, the best answer for anything with credit, the way to fix it is to have more money. Because mm -hmm. if you just pay off the card, uh, that tends to solve all the problems, right? And at a certain level, there are a bunch of companies out there that say, we'll negotiate the debt down. And what they do is they have you make one payment to them and then they send letters to the creditors and they try to negotiate an amount. What they don't tell you is the amount that they're going to negotiate down is after the creditor charges off the card and then you pay off the charge off. You can do that yourself. You don't need a debt consolidation company. You can do it yourself. That's still going to be a hit, mm -hmm. but it's less of a hit than going to consumer credit counseling. Yeah, or filing I, a bankruptcy, obviously. That's a good point. A lot of people just want to go the easy route and they think that's the easy route. But as soon as they ne negotiate down that, uh, yeah, it, it's going to show as a charge off. And that is not a good mark on your no, credit. It's not good. It's better right. than consumer credit counseling on every record. It's better than a bankruptcy, but it's still not good. Well, one of the surprises that we wanted to share with you is how to dispute it yourself online. And you can simply just go to Experian <clears throat> and you can dispute it right there, like on your computer within minutes. Mm -hmm. They're going to want to have, you know, ID and they're going to make sure it's who you are. But if there's something on your credit card, it's basically they have 30 days to reply. Um, the creditor does. And if they don't reply or whatever, they have to remove it from your card. And a lot of times these creditors are so busy, the little stuff like that, they're just going to let go and it gets removed from your credit report. And it's not a charge off either. Yeah. Like removing a late payment. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, and truly it takes a lot of time to do that, but let me tell you what, what it's going to do is you're going to qualify for lower interest rates when you have higher credit scores. And maybe you 
you may not even qualify at all if something's sitting on your credit report. That's what you need to do is you got to go on that report like Gerald popped up, Credit Karma. Know it's on there. Doesn't mean that's going to be your your credit score for your car. We talked about that in the last episode. That's that's a credit score. But it but you really want to make sure you do that. But it's it's close. I mean, the credit score is close. You know, it's you want to have some idea of what you're taking into the dealership because, like I said, the banks are giving the appearance and. They want to have the public sentiment that they're struggling mightily. And it's just not true because here, the Fed funds rate went from functional zero to now it's sitting around 5.5%. So major banks, first tier primary lending banks, the big the big ones, the ones that you know, you know Bank of America, Chase, Cap One, uh, BMO Harris, PNC, they have gone to charging for tier one or tier two used car customers rates in the teens, 14, 16, 18 percent for a 2020, a 2018 used car. Now, that's a pretty good margin. They're borrowing the money at 5.5 percent. They're turning around and lending it out in the mid-teens. On car loans that we showed the numbers to talk about the auto loan delinquency, the 60-day delinquency rate is 0.94. That means 99.06% of auto loans are being paid within 60 days. And the ones that are paid within 30 days late, they're getting an extra late fee. So the banks are doing just fine. They're raking in the money on that deal. Jay, would would you loan somebody that you knew you had a 99.6% chance of getting paid back money when you're guaranteed to pocket 14% interest on it? Yes. In a heartbeat. And in old days, they would have uh, put you under arrest for being a loan shark. Do do you think that that these banks and credit unions are... Obviously, they are making a huge profit. And and the Fed funds rate, just to make sure everybody knows, that's what the banks borrow money. Mm-hmm. And then they upcharge that that rate. And that's how they make that's how they make money. And uh, do you think that they're maybe trying to predict what's going to happen in the future so they don't get burned as far as the what the economy is going to be doing? Or do you think they're just being greedy? I think it's mostly gouging because, I mean, think about it. If if you want to not repeat history and not set yourself up to be in the exact same position that we were when the economy collapsed in 2008, wouldn't you try to avoid the interest rates being almost an identical match to what it was prior to the collapse? But when you take a look at it, They're literally walking down the same path, except this time we're walking down the same path with more expensive cars than ever. It really just seems like maybe they are hedging their bets a little bit. Okay, these people are paying at a 99% clip. We'll give them the loan, but we're going to make every dollar we can in giving that loan. 
Right. So we'll do fewer loans on super expensive cars, and that way everybody's happy and we stay safe because we're only giving the loans to people that we know we're going to repay them. Right. Well, we had said that there's going to be a nice little surprise, and 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 really, this surprise is basically going to be a step by step way on how to prepare yourself when you're going to go buy a vehicle. We're going to tell you step by step exactly what you should do, and it's very very simple. <clears throat> you need to shop rates before you go to the dealer. Let me repeat that. You need to shop rates before you go to the dealer. Sure. Go to your local credit union. You don't even have to go there. You can just go on their website. And if you have amazing credit, you could literally go on there and see, okay, well, if I'm buying a newer car, I'm going to get this rate right here. This is the term. You can use one of the little calculators online and boom, now you know what you qualify for. But what's the big mistake that people make, Gerald? We've been doing this a long time. Well, no, even even more so than that, because people will quote rates. And a lot of times people come in and say, well, my bank's doing this right. Okay, that's on a new car at 36 months. You're looking at a used car for 72. So no. Mm-hmm. I think the single best thing people can do, and it costs nothing, it takes like three minutes. Eugene Levy's done commercials on it for a while. Steph Curry's done commercials on it for a while. Cap One Loan Navigator, it's a soft pull of your credit. It doesn't hurt your credit at all. You can pick the exact car that you're looking to buy. You can work your exact deal, what you want to do, and it gives you a real approval. So when you go to the dealership and they're saying, well, hey, we use a money factor. You know, it's based on a tier. We're not sure. We'll get you the best rate possible. The best thing for you to do as a consumer where you can actually have some control is say, here, I'm already pre-approved on this car with a lender you use. Here it is. And you'll have that Cap One email that is accessible by that dealership on that exact car you're looking at at a real rate. Because the big reason why people get upset about going into the F&I office at dealerships is the confusion is they're not sure if they're getting a good deal it's the time to get an answer you already have the answer in your hand and it didn't even affect your credit i I think that's the single best thing anyone can do what do you think about the interest rates though of cap one because i i'm not as familiar because it used to be when i was in the business um when i was i was in the dealership world cap one rates were not very very good they're pretty aggressive. They're a, a full spectrum lender. Ally does something similar. You can look at Ally. Um, mm-hmm. If you're a member of a few national credit unions, Navy Federal is generally going to have the best rates of anybody, Navy Federal or USAA. And they'll do the same thing. They'll do pre-approvals on whatever car you send them. They're not going to write on their app. Though. Hmm? They're not going to be Fed, no. But if you know you have good credit, right. this goes back to using the Credit Karma, Credit Sesame, Discover, Cap One credit wise, almost every credit card you give has free credit monitoring now. Use those and know where you're sitting. Nothing should be a surprise. People who put themselves in bad situations with auto loans generally do it because they have no idea where they're sitting. If you take, take an hour and figure out exactly where you really stand so you know 
Mm-hmm. And if, hey, if the reality is, man, I'm, I'm a tier four, but I really need a car. Okay. But at least you know what to work on then. Because the good thing is, and, and something that I've been telling people across the country really in the last few months, you're not buying the rate, you're buying a car. Rates go up, rates go down. It's not going to be there forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can see it, you know, they're here. They go up, they go down. Yep. So if you get the best price on the car, if you get a payment that you're comfortable with, that's good. You can save a second time then when you're available to refi the car down. Yep. Spending your time negotiating down the interest rate is a bad idea. It's not going to end well because if you negotiate the interest rate down and you ignore the price, ignore the payment, all you did is you gave up something that you could take care of yourself at any time and you left the stuff that you really should have been focused on on the table and you just guaranteed you're going to pay more for the duration of the loan. Interest mm-hmm. rates are only an issue if you let that loan run to the end. Yeah. If you refi it, if you trade it, if you total it, it just doesn't matter. So yeah. it's not the thing you should be super focused on. But you should have an idea of where you're at going into the dealership. That's all. Last thing I want to share, too, is a lot of times, at least the credit unions here in St. Louis, if you do an auto, uh, if you have an auto removal, a lot of times they'll give you a break on the rate. Oh, so, automatic withdrawal payments. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because they know they're getting their money and they're like, okay, well, we'll roll in to give you a little break. If we know we're getting our payments. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, that's about all I have. Uh, Gerald, do you have anything else? No, I'm mean, just that, you know, at the end of the day, time is money. So spend a little time up front, know where you're sitting, have one of those free credit services. Do one of the pre-approvals so you know exactly what rate you can get. Yeah. And if you go to the dealership with a pre-approval with the lender they use, uh, you'll be amazed how much faster the deal goes. Great, great piece of advice. Everybody have a great rest of your week. We will see you next week and subscribe to the Auto Authorities on YouTube. Peace.